Here we go. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to another episode of Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet be so successful that they are designing a new Blue Peter badge. Who's doing that? Who's, take, a, take a guess. Blue Peter. Like, what Blue Peter? The artist Blue Peter. No, like Blue Peter the industry. Yeah, so there's a musical artist who has redesigned the Blue Peter badge. I'll give you three guesses. Sub Blue. What? No. Like, what? No. Okay, there's one guess gone. (laughs) The Blue Peter badge? Yeah. Blue, the band? No. You've you've taken Blue Peter. You know what Blue Peter is, right? Yeah, I I don't understand why anybody would be redesigning the badge. Okay, give you one more guess. It's got a ship on it. What? You're taking the badge too seriously. <laughs> I don't know what you're on about then. You know a Blue Peter badge? Yeah. A musical artist yeah. has redesigned that, has been commissioned to redesign the Blue Peter badge. It's not Sub Blue and it's not the boy band Blue either. <laughs> yeah, because they don't redesign things. Uh, Childish Gambino. <laughs> Yeah, as if, as if like Blue Peter clientele, the customers, <laughs> the viewers in Blue Peter are listening to Gambino with all his, you know, his swear words, know his culturally relevant, you know, co- social commentary. You say it as if like it's such an obvious <laughs> thing. Like it's fucking Ed Sheeran. Okay, how the hell would I get that? How Ed the she- hell would I know because that? Because Ed Sheeran is everywhere. So that, and, uh, that's and, in your world. That's not in mine. <laughs> He's in everyone's world, everywhere, all the time. Anyway, whew. is it when when Feisty. did Ed Sheeran become a graphic designer? He 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 didn't. That's the point. When did he become an actor? But he still turned up in Game of Thrones, didn't he? And that yesterday film that was awful. Yes, yeah, so this is what I'm saying. Blue Peter is e- not Blue Peter is everywhere. Blue Ed Sh- Peter Sheeran is Peter everywhere. Sheeran. Yeah, Peter Sheeran. Sweet. Fucking hate that guy. Um, just me, Michelle. And Michelle's chair this week on the podcast. Yep. Um, little one this week, just to say thank you to everyone for coming down to our London and Liverpool events. Yay. Our lunch events, which were at the time of recording last week. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. were a success. Yeah, they were. Uh, the Liverpool podcast was out last week of that show. It was. So if you haven't listened to that. Go back and listen to it. Unless you purposely didn't listen to it because there were spoilers involved, in which case you're a truly dedicated fan <laughs> and uh, your new Blue Peter badge is in the post. Oh. Oh. Uh, how did you feel the events went, Shell? I think they went well. I think um, I think Liverpool was like... I, th- I feel like we were, we, we were opening up a kind of different style of event for Liverpool. Right. Um, and Different style to... To, to what, what Liverpool like, might be used to. Like, I know Liverpool's used to indie screenings, in indie film screenings, and I know Liverpool's used to films being played with, li- with a live orchestra or yeah. whatever, and I know... Um, I mean, actually, I don't think it's quite used to... I know there are a few of them going on, but they're not quite big. I know there are a few kind of live podcast things happening throughout the city. Mm. Um, I think all three of those things are very under the radar at the moment, and I don't think they are, like, very commercially viable not viable just you know they're not they're not commercially commercially renowned within liverpool Excessive. you know the same as like the rooftop oh me oh my yoga is um, <laughs> little plug there exactly this podcast is brought to you by rooftop <laughs> yoga 
wouldn't you say by oh me oh my liverpool no just rooftop yoga in general in general in general yeah okay um so uh, so then having all of those things in one gig so like an indie film an indie short with a live with the live band and then a podcast and also like a kind of gallery thing i think they had something like that in that exact gallery though quite recently the, in the output same format gallery i don't know if it was the same format they I had think. a live they had a live uh, band play to a film yes yeah, so yeah which I mean, i've yeah. said yeah so oh. they've had those things individually yeah. for putting them all together in one room and being like taking this kind of flow of a night mm. i think for 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 a lot of people is a bit like what's going on that's a learning curve though, for us as well that's totally a learning curve for us as well because yeah, it is totally the okay for us. So uh, I think Liverpool went great. And I think people who came down to it were like into it. And I think people who even went into it got into it. Like mm. my stepdad's friend, for example, who had no idea where he was. If you listen to last year's, uh, last year's, bloody hell. If you listen to last week's podcast, you can hear him. Uh, the scousest man in the room. Well, no, I'm pretty sure Paul, your stepdad was the scousest man in the room. Maybe. He was the one mentioning the pet snail. But your Paul's friend... Um, was talking about you know back in the he he was saying he used to be in a punk band and stuff and mm-hmm. he, he was that um that geezer on that podcast yeah, just just for context um so yeah i think it was a, like a little bit of a shock to the system but people still enjoyed it and got into it and kind of opened up to it and that's what i like about liverpool audiences is even though they're not used to this stuff yet they're very very open to getting used to this stuff yeah. which 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 i really like about but this stuff is happening more and more oh, Liverpool, totally which i suppose shows shows that you know it's not not the fact i'm not you know we don't want to be sit here and blow our own trumpet and be like we're bringing this cool thing that no one's oh, ever no, seen before because not. people have seen things like that before in Liverpool, of course but it's just when you compare it to something like London, if you if you go by population, for example, there's like what, like eight million people in London, mm-hmm. and there's like five hundred thousand in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of go, well, that's that's that is representative of not only how many people are there, but what those people are doing and what they're engaging with. Yeah, but so then there's like more going on. Uh, but like you say, like you just have to see at the end by the way people were engaging with the podcast and chatting and opening up a conversation that yeah. it is a an amazing city to be able to start doing that in. Um, it's such a weird city. On the one hand, you've got this really like old school working mentality, and on the other side, mm. you've just got people who are very open to just you know sitting around talking about a yeah. airy fairy arty shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's, what's, it's what's super interesting. great about that, I think if you use Paul's friend as a as an example, mm. you know, he's he's just a bloke, he's probably got a family, mm-hmm. normal job, proper proper bloke bloke, mm-hmm. but then was totally up for engaging and, and, and interacting with yeah. it, you know? Would you like to describe to our listeners what a proper bloke bloke is, please? Yeah, he probably is, he's probably a mechanic or something like that. Um, oh, and that constitutes a bloke, does it? No, I've not finished. <laughs> He's got broad, shul- anyway, he's got broad L- shoulders. London. Uh, London, on the other hand, was like, I actually don't think we expected the the like the like reception that we got from London. London was amazing. It was like, it was just like everybody who we wanted there was there. And then some. And everybody just like got so... <laughs> and then some. So there was like, everyone wanted there. Plus some people that we well, didn't no, people, want Well, no, people who like, you know, people who... not joking, not that we didn't want, but, you know, people who we didn't know were coming. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people got s- like super involved with the podcast and, you know, they got really into the film. They had loads of good feedback. They were 
they were you know made up with um visual flux being there and getting their yeah poetry sort of everyone got like really really into it i'm really appreciative of mike uh thebridge visual yes. flux for coming down and doing it because that really added an aspect to the night that we wouldn't have got without him sort of chirping up and being like i want to do this thing and we were like cool do that thing yeah we, would, we would never would have thought of that and it, what it actually did was it i think it helped loosen people up yeah definitely. because you it's quite a I mean, it's it's quite a daunting, maybe, um, experience to walk into a white art gallery, mm-hmm. especially if you're not like someone who would go there very often, like me. I'm mm-hmm. not someone who does that. Mm-hmm. To then just be like, okay, I'm just in this room. I'm not in like, there's not like a bar over here. And I think, you know, the, I yeah, mean, there was a little bit in Liverpool, there was the Cavs, but generally when you're in that space, you're just in that space. Yeah. And then, okay, there's a band performing, but they're not performing yet. Yeah, but am I sitting on the floor and mingling? Am I not? And and, and Mike, some for I don't know. It just gave someone something to do. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, and and it loosened people up to be like, oh, what's going on over there? Even if yeah. you didn't get your portrait by him, you know. Yeah, I think little little things like that really helped the night without me realizing that they would prior yeah, they prior to the event. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I don't know. I think it was it was a great event to like kind of get out of our system I think it was like all you know it encompassed everything that we wanted to do and move forward with um and with you know with all of this really stuff and we, we kind of brought people into our world and we're like look this is how this is what's going on which yeah. I wanted to do because I wanted mm. people to look at you know I wanted the people to understand because like I said at the beginning of the London podcast which you won't hear yet um we have a, a reputation for being a bit like uh, I want to say aloof, but it's not actually aloof. It's just not explaining ourselves well enough. Yeah. So people are a bit like, "What's kind of happening here? What music is this? What are they? I don't understand." Yeah. And that the 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 events kind of embodied that, which was good. Yeah, and, and so it's, they and did it's, what? It's a human version of doing what we're trying to do with the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Explain because I would more. definitely like to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, carry on. No, no, that's, that was it. Okay. Um, yeah, like explain explain the world, I guess. But also it would be nice to be able to do that with fan, like fans. You know, like people people who are in the family. With all your fans. Yes, with all, with all my adoring yeah. fans. Yeah. Um, it would be able, it'd be nice to do that more in the future and, you know, chat to people. Not necessarily about music we're releasing, but just about different subjects and different things and bringing people into the world and, yeah. you know, yeah, just bringing people on board. Um, I think that for the next event, I will just be putting on a standard old gig and selling <laughs> tickets for £5. Come and see our band for £5. Yes. They no. will be standing on the stage and playing the music. Yeah. Uh, don't be little, uh, because that... No, I'm not. You, uh, sorry, you've just done a baby voice. Yeah, so I like, I'd love to be the band that's standing on the stage <laughs> and doing the music. No, but I think... Um, yeah, I think to counterbalance that that event yeah, the next the, event all that the I gushing do. that we've been doing about how well it went well no we came... haven't actually i think we've been very like uh measured about how well they went yeah perhaps um but yeah i think you do need to counteract that with you know it was a stress oh fucking hell. like it was a stress on the lead up uh, through like you know marketing and planning and everything that you would expect to be stressful mm-hmm. getting things ready rehearsal you know everything um but another big stress on the night was first of all realizing how much of a vibe killer 
it is not having a decent amount of people there. Mm-hmm. So obviously we kept them very small on purpose because the venues were small and we only wanted people there who we thought would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and also not 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 just because, well, how many times did I say not then? That was mad. No, ben no, Gladwin, no. if you're listening to this, you need to sample that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but not just because it was small to, to uh, a small space and we wanted just immediate people there to mm-hmm. to to engage with it uh, immediate people in our sort of community i suppose mm-hmm. but also because we didn't want to give it out to a wider general public just yet because we don't know if it's any good or if it resonates or if yeah so so it was a small uh, audience on purpose so then when you realize oh shit a few people might not turn up so and so texts you 20 minutes before it starts sorry i can't make it i'm mm-hmm. stuck at the day you really you you that panic in that, and this was mainly for the liverpool one it happened a little bit for the london one although not, not really, really. No. um but it, it mainly happened for the liverpool one where you were like oh shit we've put all our eggs into this basket of this immediate community and then you go oh but if a couple of people don't make it then a couple of people in a small room makes a big difference yeah in the end it was absolutely fine yeah but that was a stress that i hadn't anticipated and you definitely had anticipated it because you were bringing it up all the time prior to the event yeah but that was something that on because i was like it doesn't matter it's just about the film it's about the music it's about the people that we care about and they're all going to be there and then when you when you get in that room you're like oh shit what if some of them can't make it or like you know what if if five people don't make it and then all of a sudden it looks bare yeah well i think that's like one thing that like as you say i i definitely picked on i picked up on that very early in the process and it was something that i think you had to like fully calm me down about lots and lots of times because all i would ever say to you every other day is what if this? No what if that? What there. if no one's gonna be there? What if no one's blah, 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 blah. constantly always do that? And you would be like, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. And my thing to that is coming from that like background of events. I know for a fact that if somebody doesn't buy a ticket for something, they feel no loyalty to be there. Yes. But so what you take away? Well. So that what I took away from that is that like obviously the people who couldn't make can't make it because of, of life. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it also just give you that thing of when people do come and it is a free event and they're coming just because they want to support you and they want to see what you're doing i don't know there's like an extra warmth about that so that's what i took away from that part Absolutely. of it and also you have to remember and i have to keep telling myself this that these events were not necessarily a big launch party because we haven't even launched any of the songs or anything like yeah, that the they were even out. they were more of a listening launch which was like come and listen to this stuff watch this stuff yeah. i want to see your reaction i want to gauge how you react because that's going to help me interpret the reactions when this actually goes out into the yeah. big wide world and that's what these events are for they were never to put on a big gig to a big room of people it was to create it was to create an environment where a few a few um like select people who were interested in it could come along could listen to it could take it in and give you their advice and their feedback from it yeah. which is exactly what we got so really from my initial thought process i, I i've 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 gotten exactly what i needed from the event mm. it's just you know like we would like we said when you go through the process of creating an event you you can get lost well, in all ra- of the rationale come goes out of the picture as well when you're actually there on the night yeah, so you're like oh i know that i know all that i know that it's only meant for this be- very specific reason mm-hmm. and it's all supposed to be very chilled and nice and and homey mm-hmm. but then when there's just like a couple of people missing you're like mm-hmm. oh shit or even if someone being late that was stressing me out 
Yeah. Someone being like, someone oh, being I'm coming soon. Me out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're going to, oh, I'm like, oh, holding on, I'm holding on, I'm holding on. And then they, someone turns up late and you're like, oh, fuck. I'm, yeah. They missed it. They only saw the last two minutes or whatever. I don't know. Um, but that stuff just hadn't come into my, into my consciousness. But then in the Liverpool thing, uh, sorry, so that was it for the Liverpool. Then for London, it was all going well, but we had a weird buzz. Oh, fuck the A weird in electrical buzz that just twice, once very randomly and once like when we were rehearsing and then once when someone touched something, it just went meh, meh, and, that went, and it came out the speakers and everything, headphones, speakers, all. And I was like, just on pins for the from that point yeah your energy was so negative that i it sent me in like a spiral of yeah i don't know if it had happened i'd have been fucking fuming but luckily it didn't happen during the actual screening no do you want to know why it didn't happen because your positive energy and your witch you put a spell on it are you all right is that right is that no right oh no a little bit (laughs) (laughs) no but you know i i swear to god you know the thing that you always take the piss out of me for because you're like actually every time you do it it works and it freaks me out i literally before we started went into the bathroom got into like a real big visualization space and was like basically just put a big cover over the band area and was like just protect it all did anything go wrong no did we have a buzz all before it yes could we have had buzzers after it? Yes, but we didn't because of uh-huh. my white light. Your white light. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you need any more proof that Shell's a witch, there you go. So, like, because the thing was, for the for the Liverpool one, I think I mentioned it on the actual live podcast that went out last week, uh, There's a we're using a Bluetooth keyboard to trigger the laptop. <laughs> that was so funny. I was a bit like, oh, fuck's sake, <laughs> that thing comes up at the end. Literally, the timing on that keyboard must be just bang on right from when I hit play, keyboard's awake, falls asleep almost exactly 17 minutes later, which is when it cuts to black. Uh-huh. So we rehearse it, comes up, and I explained all this on last week's podcast. So I'm clicking a button to keep it awake so it doesn't do that at the end. Mm-hmm. Turns out that button probably wasn't the right button to be pressing because it's not sending a proper signal to keep it awake mm-hmm. so it comes up at the end connection lost with keyboard and I, and it does it it did it with the actual screening for liverpool and i was like oh fuck but i was like you know what fuck it it's not that a big deal didn't bother me it's fine it's not a big deal it's all good but just the the buzz mm. thing with it being an or you know was being a band it, it, the fact that it was unpredictable could have happened at any moment mm-hmm. was was what was killing me if we had a constant buzz, mm-hmm. like, let's let's sort out that buzz. Well, but yeah, that wasn't. was the problem. No one could figure out the buzz because the buzz never stayed long enough well, to figure out I'm where saying. it was coming that's from. That's exactly what I'm saying. I know. So if it could, like with the other one, if if I if that hadn't worked, pressing the button, which it didn't work, I knew that it would have come up when it cut to black because we'd done it before. And then you were like, fine. So and I was like, oh, well, like, at least it came up there and not. In the middle of in the, the middle of some random you know scene that was heartfelt or whatever mm-hmm. you know i mean it was a pretty pin it was the pinnacle of the film but still you know i knew where it was coming but the the buzz just didn't know so i was just on pins the whole time and we actually played better in london than we did in liverpool there are a few small mistakes in liverpool nothing major but a few things mm-hmm. i you know myself included but for london everything went perfectly for the music mm-hmm. but i didn't enjoy it any of it because of I was course just you didn't because you were about on that pins the whole, the whole time. Yeah. Well, you yeah. just got to trust me next time. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were doing it. Even to be fair, if you'd have told me you were doing it, I still would have been like, no, that's not going to fucking work. Exactly. White light doesn't fix electrical. 
electric. <laughs> but um But I did I sat down to you just before we started because I think your energy was like just like overcompassing uh, over no uh encompassing. encompassing mine and i was like i actually can't be positive right now and i can't focus on the things that i need to focus on like sorting out visual flux and sorting out the drinks and sorting out blah, 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 because i'm just worrying about you who is storming around the place like on eggshells so like audibly and visually visually obviously yes and then there was one point where I pulled you in the back room and I was like, I can't cope I know, anymore. I know, I know. There's You're stressing much- me out right now just <laughs> doing an impression of it. you got to stop. Thanks. All right, cool. So what you've just witnessed there is the way that Alex puts me down a lot of the time. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, so there are a couple of things that went wrong and didn't um, necessarily... Uh, uh, go in our favour. Although in the end, I suppose, like you said, you're with your white light, that did go in our favour. I'm only joking, it wasn't really my but white light. Whatever. So... What feedback or what have you got that you want to build upon for this kind of thing? Because we want to do more like more of these things in the future. Mm-hmm. So what feedback have you got that you want to build upon? What uh, constructive criticism did you get that you want to build upon? Or what did you realize through doing it we should have changed or will change or will develop in the future? Um. Okay, so what I want to take forward from it to be like, where do I want to go with this? Is that first, I, I know that now... I want to, where possible, I want to have visuals to our show. So we need to save for a projector. And, because <laughs> right. I just think it'd be cool. How much are projectors? Like 700 quid. Oh, okay. Yeah. For a decent one, like. So where possible, I definitely want to have visuals in because I think that'd be really good. Um, I also think that I definitely want to take this idea and do it more. But obviously, when you're just doing one 15-minute film, it's a bit of a. That's why we. That's why we like created the whole night is because we wanted to do this. But then you just have one 15-minute film, and it's like, oh, is that it? It's over. That's why we. You know, that's why we created the whole experience of the, the gallery podcast, and the podcast and yeah. blah, blah blah blah. So, but I would like to do it again, um, and not so like self-indulgent because it it wouldn't be just our listening party. It would be like an event, yeah. and I want to do it with like more artists working with more independent film film people that's a huge thing to try and organize but it'd be cool to try and do it and i'd like to take it to to places like fact who was where we originally going to screen it but we Mm -hmm. decided not to in the end because uh we well we thought it was something that we could do in the future um and so they're the things that i'd like to take forward from it and also i guess it's kind of just like uh homed where we may go with our own music and ho- ho- home honed say that again honed okay cool ho- <laughs> it's just if, you, if you've been listening to this just go press that little 15 <laughs> seconds back and just just let me know what shell said <laughs> um honed in it's just honed in the way that we write and what we're creating and the type of music that we're doing and it's opened my mind to other ideas of things that i want to create that i won't talk about now because they're ideas um and what else oh kind of if i if i did it again was i do it different the this idea started out completely different this idea started out as getting all of our friends uh to stay in a house somewhere in the middle of the countryside Mm. and screen this film 
on the ceiling on a big white ceiling somewhere while we're all lying down watching it listening to the soundtrack on, on all individual headphones and mm. and being taken to a different place and having a whole like hour-long listening session in the dark that was my original idea for this this mm. and due to like you know just different restraints of it's it's clearly impossible to get like 80 people into yeah. a random house in the countryside anyway and just then money and things like that it kind of honed itself down into what it was mm-hmm. so i don't unless i had other means available to me i don't think i would change them i think the format was good for what we what was within our means and what we needed to get across yeah i think obviously like the PR and the run-up to it and stuff, there's definitely things that change in that process, but yeah, don't... Yeah, no one wants to hear about that. That is boring. They don't. And there's there's definitely things that change in that process. There's probably, I think, mm-hmm. trusting my mm-hmm. own instincts mm-hmm. and trusting myself and the way that I want to do things and not the way that uh, other people may think that is the way to do things okay. um, is probably... Ha- <laughs> Someone just got bitch slapped there now. <laughs> no, 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 we've, no, 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 we ha- they haven't because we've had all <laughs> these conversations. Um I think that is I would I would change that process going forward. Um Well, I think oh, we got some good I got some good feedback and good like, we've got a lot of good feedback in in the positive is what I mean, but I mean good feedback is in it's something we could use. Uh one being just simply between the Liverpool and the London show, uh the the wait for the podcast was too long. Um, so we shortened that for the London show and I thought that definitely worked. Mm-hmm. It kept people in the room a bit more and I think people as much as we wanted them to digest it they only need 15 20 minutes to digest things and then on to the next thing so if you were to do that as another event then i think you want to be quick with the in with the things in you know uh with the 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 events that happen during the event itself Mm -hmm. so you know when you go and see a band live you don't watch one band and then there's an hour gap and then you watch another band you you have 15 minutes 20 minutes which I think is something that is good, you know, keep it snappy. And if you were to do it with various other artists, you would keep it snappy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I uh, I got some advice, not advice, some 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 feedback saying, you know, it was that they the person who gave me this feedback really enjoyed it, but they were aware of how niche it was. Yeah. Um, or niche if you're American or an idiot. So Alex. So. Um, <laughs> so basically you know it's they were like i really enjoyed it however i probably wouldn't have gone if it wasn't for you inviting me Meaning, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know they if they saw that pop up on their advertised to them on their social media yeah. or wherever it is that they are they're being mm-hmm. advertised things they would have probably been like oh that looks cool and then just Not carried like on that. scrolling past yeah, yeah yeah you know and and i can totally relate to that i do that with stuff all the time mm-hmm. stuff even similar to this where i'm like yeah, oh yeah. i'll go to that one day yeah and then you never do and i think we need to that it's it showed me just how niche that kind of thing is and that that is as much a weakness as it is a strength and you need to you need to be able to um <coughs> excuse you um you know work those two things out you need to work out okay this isn't the it's weak if we put it into this kind of climate but it's strong if we put it into this kind of climate yeah uh, you, and that relates to our music as well i think it does yeah are you are you gonna carry on or can i interject slightly oh that was bitchy no 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 i'm, I'm just i don't oh, want to interrupt on. if you've got you're on a roll on point <laughs> okay um 
Uh, so but, anyway, um, <laughs> no, go on. I think that's kind of like a good thing in a way. That's to to try and look at the positive of it. To you know to fill the glass up a bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. the, I mean, I, I didn't. Yeah, it's it's right. that you can take so many things from that. One you can take from it is that it's like you're working out. You're working out who like who your audience is. So although the, all those people there are people who are like on board with us at the moment a lot of the people who are on board with us as well at the moment are like extended friends and family as well so they are on board just because they want to see you kind of succeed yeah, not necessarily because they're fully into it yes and be- and some of the people who have, are on board at, who aren't friends and family who are who we would call part of the family because they have engaged with us mm-hmm. they are uh they are welcomed in as you know more so they're not just like oh thanks for liking our stuff mm-hmm. it's like you like it well, then we love the fact that you like it so come yeah yeah yeah, come in, yeah. You know? and but we seem to have such a a diverse group of people who enjoy this stuff like if you look at goose who was there that night who's been on the podcast he before who's in the london event yeah yeah he like that that is something that he'd look at and go i just you know off the cuff like i'm gonna go to that that that's that's cool uh-huh. and you can just tell that about his persona but there was definitely people like paul who were like i, I probably would Your never stepdad. yeah that probably would never be in my vision yes. in my field of vision at all however both of those people on the night did the same thing. They both engaged and they yeah. both enjoyed it and they both opened up and they both had things to say and to connect about it, mm-hmm. which is super interesting because it's like, it's once you, it, it, I guess it's questioning that like methodology of marketing where you break down a person to see what trainers they were and what blah, 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 blah about them. Like, what is your audience? But actually, if you engage somebody to the point where you interest them and you talk to them about something, you can bring people, like, any, you know, people, people will open up about things and people will explore ideas. Um, well, it's about knowing the story as well. Yeah, that's not necessarily, and that's not necessarily to do with, with us. That's like just a thing for everybody in general it's kind of a nice thing to know that marketing is not necessarily the be all and end all of the way that you show material to people Mm -hmm. sometimes it's bringing people in and being like let's have a conversation yeah i think that's more important not only do we prefer that i think that's also just more important for us anyway yeah i think we'd be in a shit position if we didn't prefer that yeah doing it that way because i think we'd have no other choice yeah whereas it's just a good job that that's how we like to engage um a couple other bits of feedback that i want to go through um so we we obviously had lots of um people being very nice to us afterwards you know people saying oh i thought it was great or whatever and and then we really appreciate those people but i don't want to sit here and just reel reel all that stuff off you know i want to get into some of the into the, some of the meatier stuff one bit of feedback um which i i've had this discussion with ben gladwin before and i had it with someone else um prior to uh post the london uh, event yeah and they were saying when when we started the podcast which by the way for both events me and t have both said we were both like shitting ourselves about the podcast we're like are we just going to sit here and just talk and is no one going to engage and is it just going to be a pompous thing where we talk about this thing that we made in front of you that we've invited down to come and you know and i was like oh please engage down people please sorry come to we've got down to come yeah that's fine isn't it Anyway, so but whatever. So I was like, please engage, please have the conversation because otherwise it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be like egg on our face because mm-hmm. the whole point is to have the discussion with other people. We can chat about the film whenever the fuck we want as the four of us, uh-huh. but the whole point was to involve the other people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my god, I'm nervous about this. And someone said, and you know, like I said, I had this conversation with Ben as well. They were worried that it was going to be pompous and a bit like, oh, here's, you know 
this self-indulgent group of people indulging 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 in this thing that they've created mm. however i was i i said to both people i was like actually the whole point is for it to not be self-indulgent it's the complete opposite mm-hmm. from from uh, the intention is complete op- is the complete opposite in that we're not doing it to sit here and talk about it and you ask us questions about it and we just go yeah this thing that we did what it is meant to be is uh, a kind of answer to the fact that the composer the director the artist the dancer the football player the whoever it is that created something that created this moment about which we're talking doesn't ask the people out there what they think yeah you know so a podcast can be an interview with the director Mm -hmm. it can be a group of people sat around talking about it but very rarely that director will be there and engage in that conversation and pull something apart yeah then even if you have a Q&A for something, like they do for short screening, uh, short film screenings or general film screenings all the time, you're like, okay, maybe that's it. And you're going, yeah, but generally people stand up and ask a question to the director and then the director and the interviewer chat about it. Yeah. I wanted to do, and, and you as well, we wanted to do it where we ask, it's the other way around, we ask them the question on, pur- you know, on purpose, not, not because we have... Um, you know a, a bone to pick with people and we want people to be like well go on show us that you engaged with it we want we genuinely want to know what they think of it so we thought you know the format is better for it to be a discussion rather than a you ask us questions and the way to do that is to is to open out and i was very nervous about the fact that no one would yeah engage and eventually in both cities people did engage and that was really heartwarming and it was actually not just heartwarming in a sense to be like oh people are actually doing the thing and we're fine (laughs) it was also super interesting Mm. and and again i don't want you to sound self-indulgent but i loved hearing people talk about this thing that we'd created that was a totally different point of view to what I'd ever even thought about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was just as great to hear people talk about things in, with, that had the same point of view and that got it out. Yeah. And and and, and if and if it's self indulgent to 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 want to ask people that question and to see what they think, well then then it, it was self indulgent. But I don't think it, I don't think it did come across like that. And no. I'm really, I was really, you know, I was really uh, like I say. I found it really heartwarming. Well, it's like in the London one. There was like, when do you ever... I, I, I literally said in the London one, I can literally sit here and talk with you guys all night because there was so many back and forths. Yeah, there was. And don't get me wrong, we, we, that, that happens in Liverpool as well. But as I say, like Liverpool is kind of getting used to that. Feel yeah. like you feel like Liverpool's kind of coming, opening up to that kind of scene. Um, mm-hmm. But in London, I did say that to those because we could have sat there and talked all night. And when do you ever get a room of 50 people who like open a dialogue that isn't a group of people talking there, a group of people talking yeah. there. Do you know what I mean? It's and like generally everyone in that room is either a creative or is or engages with creativity yeah, exactly. heavily. It felt like you were facilitating a talk between fifty people and, you know, apart from I don't know, Parliament or something, when do you <laughs> okay (laughs) (laughs) you know when do you when when are you able to open up and have a chat like that with with that many people i don't think they do that in parliament you know 
you know what I mean yeah but where you know where it's like not everybody's just going off and talking amongst themselves or people are talking over each other it's like everybody's listening to everybody else's point and when that person says that it sparks that person over there to say this and yeah. this Joe you know I mean and it's I, like what was great about the London one was that people were having those discussions without us yeah 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 it totally. was you know like a few people all just chatting about it and I don't mean oh it's, isn't it great that these people are talking about this thing that I did no. because what it actually generated was a discussion about a general topic about or, CGI or, or, or maybe a more, a more specific topic yeah I mean CGI became you know a, a, a taboo word basically mm. for you know budget but no ideas yeah but the 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 general gist of the conversation went down a rabbit hole unrelated to the work well maybe it was related to the work but it but separate from it which I just thought was great and I it was, was really happy to be part of that and thanks to every anyone who asked a question anyone who raised a point who's listening to this um you know I, I whether you some people were a bit nervous you could tell or they were like oh I don't want to disagree with you but and I was like no do please do please that. do disagree with me well it's like you is it no you you've taken this quote from somewhere else but it's a thing of like y- yeah you may have made the film but i watched the film no no, no i made that up myself uh, <clears throat> no you didn't you're such a liar <laughs> um i think it's mark kermode says it or he might be quoting another film reviewer yeah but yeah you you might have made the film but i watched it exactly so your their the, their input was just as valid as hours haven't made it in the first place considering that the two people who came up with the initial idea in the first place disagreed on what the film was about then it, i feel like it's only fair that however many other people in the room are allowed to disagree and have yeah, their ideas i absolutely loved it and uh, i just thought some people raised points that i hadn't even thought of and were way more articulate than mine i even spoke to my dad about it and he had raised a couple of points and I and and when I told he was like, "Is that right?" And I was like, "Well, there is no right answer, but my answer is this. My answer was way more inarticulate than his." He was like, "Oh, that seems quite simple compared to what I was thinking." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, well, yeah, but that doesn't make your one right, or it doesn't make my one right either." No, and that's the point, you know. Uh, so that uh, I don't know. I thought that part went really well, and I was really happy for 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 that. Uh huh. Um, anything else you want to add before we move on to a smeg? No. No. I don't think so. Thank you. Did you do well by Oasis? Why don't you just go on the Is there any chance you can turn more Ed like the Sheeran? What's your plan B? What's that going to do when he's finished with the drums? So this is what is Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? We didn't get to do this when we did the live podcast, which is a shame, but it just felt a little bit like, oh shit, we're not going to, we're not going to fit. Uh, we're not going to fit it in amongst all the discussion. It'll be a bit of a left turn. Uh, anything this week that you would like to have during this segment? It is basically a segment that talks about the fact that, you know, some people just don't get it. And that, you know, for example, the, the name of the segment, what's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums is something that his grandparents always say to his parents whenever they finish having a little catch-up because they just don't understand that Jack is making a life out of being a drummer. Uh, anything this week, Shell? I've got one. Okay. I've got a really good one. Okay. And it happens again at a gig, okay. obviously. Yeah. Um. So I don't know how to take this one. I think something similar has happened, and I have mentioned this in the on the podcast maybe at the very beginning. Yes. So we're at a gig, and... You know, where a gig that would be paid for yeah. that we do every, you know, well not, you know, we do all the semi-regularly. time. Semi-regularly. Yeah, semi-regularly. And doing a thing that I do 
um, you know, all the time Weekend I do for work. Yeah. And we're also surrounded by people like Ben, whose job is it is whose job it is literally his profession is to be a session musician. And this is what he does. He goes around and plays well, keys and X, Y, and Z. He does a lot of other things, but yes, that okay. is main profession. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're in this situation and a lady comes over and is like, oh you're just amazing and I was like thank you very much it's really nice she's like I'm a dancer and I'm a singer and and apparently she's already asked Freddie if she could get up and Freddie was like no (laughs) (laughs) Freddie the bassist and um and I mean she was very drunk so I'll give her that and then she was like I can't remember how the conversation went exactly but she was like hyping it up so much and then at the end Mm. she was just like I mean do do you do this professionally (laughs) (laughs) see i disagree with you on this Ah. one me and you disagree Ah. on this i think that's fine i don't if she would have said um are you famous then i would have been like (laughs) then i would have been like um no actually i'm not famous thank you for asking though but what because there's oh my god all she wants to know when she says do you do this professionally all she wants to know is have i heard you on radio or tv or whatever else doesn't what else does she mean she just means you're getting paid for this. Is this your sole income? No, she doesn't. It, it interests people. Oh, the fact no. that you could make a living off singing. So, Especially the, for someone who is a singer or a dancer who may not do it professionally. The 30-year-old dancer who was dancing around the floor. I seen parts of that lady that right. nobody ever needed to see. Like a feet? I, actually, I did see her feet. She oh, had right. flip-flops on. Like the inner... I definitely seen something that was in her. Oh right. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're saying uh, she's coming up to me and she's wondering whether I do this professionally? Yeah. I didn't ask Siri to come on then. That's yeah, weird. It's because Siri doesn't understand your scouse accent. Um, you're saying that she come up to me and asked me whether I do this professionally, as in, oh, do you get paid to do this? Is this your only job? No, not necessarily. She do you was get asking paid. me whether I'm on TV or I'm on radio no. or I'm famous in any way. <laughs> That's crazy. No, she wasn't. And that is my problem. You don't ask it for that. That don't say that professionally. Just, just be like, are you famous? And I'll be like, no. That's not what she's asking. You're crazy. Oh, definitely, they're is. just interested because they're just thinking, is it a, is it a viable thing to be living or something like this? You know, I guess it's why we do the podcast, right? Well, yeah. Oh, you're you're off your tits. She's fine. So I I can't I can't say that that is what she meant. But yet you can sit there and say or niche if you're American <laughs> or stupid. <laughs> yeah no yeah, yeah, no yeah. that's not how the world works no, you're not allowed to do that no it is the world doesn't work to your look you're entitled vision. to your opinion it should not your fault that your opinion's wrong ah uh, so, i knew that was coming <laughs> so yeah that's a stupid one it's not stupid <laughs> it's so valid it's so valid okay. you would net right if you mm. walked into the job center and you went to go and talk to the person behind the counter. I would never say, you, is this your job? And you, you were like, this oh my God, you're just working so hard. And I just, I really appreciate what you're doing here. Like, do, do you do this professionally? Of course I wouldn't. It's you not interesting. <laughs> it's not interesting. But if I saw like someone who was des- designing a cardigan, I don't know why I picked a cardigan, <laughs> a fashion designer or someone painting a picture, maybe I would. Where are they doing it? I don't know. Well, not in a pub. We were just in a fucking pub. Yeah, but... <laughs> okay. If you were All stood right. in front of thousands of people, 
or hundreds of people rather maybe <laughs> you know I, and then someone was like hey do you do this professionally my, i'd probably be like uh my issue is well, that you just paid to come the, and see me so yeah my but, issue is people's perception of the word professional in creative industries okay yeah but she's not asking if you're famous no but the point is she she didn't take in that whole scene and be like of course these guys are professional but you could be you might not be i've i've done things with people in pub bands in the past who will have other jobs and they just did do anybody it on their ask side. you if you're a professional no, not me. I was fucking 14. That's but, because you didn't look like you were professional at the time. But No, not me. <laughs> the other people in the band. So the four, I was just some 14-year-old horrible kid who was doing the, the, the roadie stuff for them. I mean, like, the, the guitarist who was, like, in his 30s, the drummer who was in his 40s, and the bassist who was also in his 40s. The drummer works as, a, like, a lorry driver, but he was in a sick drummer. It's totally valid in a pub. It's not. It fucking is. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the next segment. E, oh my God, who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? Okay, this is who the fuck is Peter Guy. Um, I'm starting to feel bad on this guy. I don't even fucking know him. Are you having a twist of conscience right now? Yeah, it just seems ridiculous by now. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that someone might have flagged it up to him and we'd have got some shit off him or something at some point and we'd have been like, oh, well, you know, you gave us shit for it, so fuck you, we're carrying on. But he hasn't and he doesn't know about it and he it's been going on for ages. He literally does not care. He literally could not care less. All right. I, I mean, he just probably doesn't know about it, so no, he you doesn't. can't care about something that you don't know about. Yeah. Um, this is our music recommendation segment. Smegment, my mad. Um, anything that you want to recommend this week, Shell? I've got no. A- okay, so <sighs> I'm going to just very quickly recommend Chromatics. That is C H R O M A T I C S. They have uh, sort of like a mini album. It's only eight tracks, some of which are remixes and instrumental versions. Um, called Camera. They've, they've been uh, recommended before. Chromatics. Yep. Bye. Uh, I believe it was Ben. And they do the song that is like, um, oh, they've got like a musicy based song. A musicy based song. <laughs> yeah, it's a really. It's is a that really like a? Song. Is that like a movie no, based film? No, it's got like or lyrics like a, that talk about music. Like you know the way a that drawing based. You know the sketch. way that song that goes. Da, 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 that you don't even notice love now, yeah, do hallelujah. you? Hallelujah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That one's got music based lyrics in it. There's a song where chromatic. There's, there's a song. No, he's song. recommended someone different. It's got the word chromatic in it, but it's not chromatics. I don't agree. Okay, we're going to take a little pause because I'm going to prove this. Oh no! All right, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Who is it? It's the lady that you showed me the other day. Who? What? With the blonde hair. Yeah, Ben yeah. didn't recommend that. He recommended someone else, but it definitely had the word chromatics in it. Anyway, ugh. Rumor flow. Anyway, they were on. Um, they were on Twin Peaks on the, uh, the, the 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 vinyl that came out a few few years ago when they they redid season. Oh no, they didn't redo it. They, they just brought it back. It had a comeback season, didn't it? Um, Chrome Sparks. What? Very similar. Right, you recommended Chrome Sparks. Oh. Anyway, what? No, <sighs> guys, this is what I'm dealing with. So. It's very dreamy, dream pop, I suppose is what you'd call it. If you're into Beach House, you might like them. Uh, I I really got into it recently. I think it's really nice. Um, It's a little bit backgroundy at times, but I think that's a good thing. All right, you're up, Shell. Go on. I've got a banger. Yeah. 
What an absolute banger to recommend. Prove it. And this is how I'm going to close the podcast as well. Because it's the banger of all banger towns. It's going to take over the world. Everybody needs to go and stream it tomorrow morning. And it is our new single. You forgot the name. I did forget the name, yeah. I've got the working title. The working title is Younger. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's called Prelude. Yep. Brief, brief life, life and, and death. Blah, blah, blah. Prelude brackets brief life and death. Yes. It's coming out tomorrow. Well, it is. Uh, yeah, tomorrow and the day this is released. It so is. it's Friday, the 27th of September, 2019. It is. Um, so, guys, go sticky Spotify on. Uh, stick it on almost quiet, but not completely off because then it doesn't count. And just press play and let it loop. Or just listen Give to it on some money. full volume, you know. Or maybe listen to it once and appreciate it and take it in, and then maybe add it to a oh, playlist. Yeah, like, you don't, you know, do you don't have to just press play on it and turn it down. Yeah, no, do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the opening to the short film. It is, which is it's why it's called Prelude. So, for any of you guys who came to see the film, the one where. Um, Cinder's kind of getting ready and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the song, but yeah. you will hear it completely rewritten, which is very exciting. So, like, aside from me being stupid about it, like, actually go check it out. Yeah. Uh, take it in and see if it sparks any memories. If it does, tell us about it. Add it to your playlists. Yo. Share it on your Instagram. Yo. Etc. Etc. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well. I think I'm a little nervous and excited for it to come out because it's the first proper official song that we've released this year since, you know, since, since doing the Mind's Eye trilogy, you know, we put out Reverend, which was great, but it was just a, it was an experiment. Mm -hmm. It wasn't an official track, if you like. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm a little bit, a little bit scared. A little bit twitchy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's the first one. It's called Prelude. It is associated with this trilogy and this short film. You'll recognize the intro if you were at the events because it, it, the intro is the same from the film. However, the rest of the song, like Shella said, has been reworked. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, it's out on Friday. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll be available on all streaming services. Um, there may even be a cheeky visual here and there. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Thanks for listening to us dissect you know the the, the launch events and, and all that sort of stuff shell's rubbing her face on the mic i don't mm-hmm. know if she's scratching an itch or something but <laughs> thanks for taking the time out of your day shell thank you uh goodbye to you and your chair yeah yeah bye. and remember too much sauce ruins fries bye